here shortly. We have our first privacy showcase AMA today with Encryptify. We're really looking forward to this. We have Godfrey here uh, to co-host along with Arian, of course. I'm going to invite you guys up to speak and uh, we'll do a mic check. And I also see someone with the Encryptify logo there, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right, Arian, let's get a mic check from you, my friend. Hey, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Sound great. I'm just getting the word out here as well in Telegram. And uh, Godfrey, oh, Godfrey's connecting. And okay, and is this uh, Alkeeper? Yeah, good evening, everyone. Hey, <laughs> welcome. Hi. Hi, you sound good too. We're gonna get started here in just a couple of minutes. All right, Godfrey, give us a mic check, friend. Check, check, one, two. Yep, sound good. You're actually a little quiet, I think. Give a try again. Yeah, one sec here. Okay. Check, one, two. Oh, that's better. Perfect, thanks for that. All right, everybody, we are going to get started here in just a minute. As always, if you haven't done so already, please give a like and reshare to the space. And uh, if you have questions uh, during the AMA, feel free to post them in the uh, the AMA or the, the spaces chat here. I'm not sure what it's like on your device. I have an iPhone, but um, at the bottom, there's a little, uh, it's like a, like a bubble it's like a purple button with a bubble in it and if you tap that it'll open up the the question um of the chat area and you can type your question in there um there is a chance that we might be able to open up the floor for the audience to come up and uh, get unmuted and ask their question live but just in case go ahead and make sure you get your questions in there and we'll be sure to ask them for you and please give encryptify a, uh, a follow as well as Godfrey. Godfrey um, deserves a follow as well. Godfrey is our a privacy and security analyst at DeFi Dojo. And he's done a lot of work with us um, to really get uh, this momentum going. Um, it's a privacy-focused momentum going. Uh, we have the Privacy Matters podcast. Um, our next one is actually on Friday, and Encryptify is going to be our spotlight project as well. So we're um, really looking forward to taking like a couple of deep dives in two different environments um, with Encryptify to find out what they're all about. Um, we found out about uh, this project just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, yeah, we really like what we've seen so far. The team seems really, um, just really solid and we're building a nice relationship with them. So happy to have them here today. Okay, I think um, 
yeah, let's go ahead and, and get the word out. Let's see how many people we can get into this space. Invite your friends, tag your friends. And I think I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Arian um, at this point to get going. Thank you, JB. Thank you. And welcome, everyone. Uh, yeah, first privacy showcase AMA here with Encryptify. Uh, quite excited uh, for this one of uh, what they are trying uh, to bring into the space. And as they uh, kind of like have stated on their website, in order for, um, you know, the, the, the next step when it comes to the growth, um, uh, to the growth of crypto and the adoption, uh, it's essential um, it's kind of like to address the fundamental need for uh, privacy uh, while maintaining, of course, uh, you know, the whole technology and all the tools that we have built. Uh, as you know, uh, we have been uh, touched on these uh, quite a few times through the privacy matters over there with Godfrey. Uh, but yeah, we'll dive into the project, what they are building, what they are doing, at what phase they are right now shortly. First things first, though, I would like to welcome uh, Cryptify here and uh, we have Old Keeper. So, Old Keeper, if you can please introduce yourself uh to the community in here and kind of like if you can touch briefly on your experience here within the crypto space and outside of uh of the crypto space yeah of course hello everyone happy to be here um so yeah my name is um the old keeper like um in in like my real name is matthias <clears throat> i'm from germany and I think, yeah, a little bit about my background. So um, I discovered or basically uh, started with crypto in mid-2017. I think that this was probably when like a lot of us did because it was like when when all the hype started back then and a lot of people got into crypto. And yeah, I was very fascinated by it, like in, in a general concept of the blockchain, the decentralization aspect. and. Um, the, the general potential it could bring for us as a society. And um, during that time, I was working at um, at a development company and we were like all these developers sitting together and all like getting into crypto at the same time. And uh, yeah, each day like talking about our portfolios and what what like what coin we bought what coin we are going to buy next and like this this went into becoming this whole thing where we where we actually we had this thing at the company where we could build in our free time like just we wish to build and we started building building a uh, trading bot which wasn't that successful but yeah it's it, it was a fun time back then and um yeah, actually, this this company I was working for was um, was a Google partner, and I was doing, or still, I, I am doing a lot of like work at the um, basically at, at at the interception of of design and computer science. So this is where I basically come from, and I've always had the interest in design, but at the same time, and in, in, in programming and and computer science. And yeah, I've been doing a lot of work uh, throughout the years um, in front-end development, but also full-stack development, a lot of like real-time processing. I, I, I also got into, into, um, into cloud and all the infrastructure things while working there. Got, um, actually got uh, Google Cloud certified and then did some consulting work there. 
and yeah lots lots of different angles basically yeah quite uh, quite a lot of uh, experience over there uh, as you mentioned when it comes to front end and back back end and you know uh, the development part which uh, uh, it's it's really crucial when it comes to project like this right so you're n- and why why it's crucial kind of like from the investor's point of view it's like uh, you know what's what's going on over there it's not like you just have the idea and you have kind of like hiring people to do it or something like that so you know from uh, for, for from first hands uh you know what you want to build what you want to achieve and uh, what's going on with the code so that's that's really cool and uh, this is kind of like though your first uh, project as uh, that, that you uh, you're kind of like you know core team and you're leading right um it's it's Crypto the first project. one i i yeah, it's the first one I founded and I'm leading. Um, so I actually started, I think, um, 2020 or, yeah, I think it was 2020, which I, when I started actually working like part-time in crypto for different projects. And um, in 2021, I decided to to go full-time crypto and then, yeah, start to continue doing some more work. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, it was then last year when I, um, like, I've always had this kind of entrepreneurial spirit because I come from a family. My my dad um, is an entrepreneur and, um, like, I, I've always had this with me and it was a, a big goal and, 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 like, something I wanted to pursue. And I think last year this, this was finally when I, when I thought about, like, what I really want to do. And this was when like the idea for Encryptify formed. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, um, Encryptify now, um, quite an interesting project, I have to say again, uh, we'll kind of like break it down uh, shortly. So uh, on-chain privacy made easy. So what you guys are building over there will be a platform, a user-friendly platform uh, where uh, privacy first, um, and it will be the privacy first DeFi service uh, platform though, right? Uh, so there is no other, um, not, not any other out there. Uh, as of now so yeah if you can give us like um, an overview of what is encryptify and uh, what problem is solving and then we'll deep dive into the aspects of it yeah right right yeah so um maybe let's start with what it's not because um like it's it, it's not a privacy base layer so there are a couple of different privacy base layers out there that are being worked on or that are already released like for the for the layer ones, you have, for example, like Oasis network, you have secret networks, you have also um, like to some part, maybe Mina. And then you also have like the um, the smart contract based ones like, like Railgun, Haven, um, things to some part, maybe also um, Panther protocol. And um, you have layer twos, um, which is, I think at, at, at this point, mainly Aztec. And um, what what they are doing is is building the the basic foundation, like the um, the network, the base protocol for um, for being able to to create um, privacy enabled um, applications on top of it. Um, <clears throat> so we are not doing that. We're not building on the base layer, but but we are building a um, a privacy protocol which is um, building on top of these base layers, and. Um, 
I think um, the way to to best like people always ask me to um, is is there a project out there which you can compare it to? Is there something like um, something that is that is maybe equal? And yeah, right, right now it's actually like like you said, so that there's nothing that that is um, is a competitor. There's there's no one doing exactly what we are about to do, but there's uh, a project out there which is called um, Aragon, and they are focused on um, on DAOs. They are basically focused on um, everything a DAO needs, and they have this kind of platform where you can um, where you can just configure. Uh, using a web UI, configure configure a contract, set up your DAO, and also um, deploy deploy your contracts with just one click. And um, this is basically what um, what we are doing, or, or, or lots of parts of what we are doing, but with a um, privacy first focus in mind, and not not solely focused on DAOs, um, but having a much more um, much more broader um, more heavily um, DeFi focused, um, yeah, sense. Right on, right on. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, as uh, you know, kind of like a comment on what you mentioned earlier about people asking you um, to refer into a project or something like out that it's out there in order for them to compare. I think it makes sense, right? So. Um, when it comes to the privacy, and this is something that we keep uh, saying uh, quite quite often here uh, in the DeFi dodging, we think the privacy matters as well. That um, the privacy topic, it's not uh, it's it's not that uh, bro, bro kind of like widely known uh, out there. So it's hard for people to kind of like. Um, go through the processes and digest kind of like in a way of what's going on. So. Uh, I think, like you know, by by giving them an example of what something looks like, uh, they can compare it and kind of like uh, it's it's easy for them uh, to understand. But uh, I think they will come, uh, you know, kind of like towards um, this issue more and more often because more we see more and more privacy uh, focused projects uh, being built over there. New tools, new ways of um, new kind of like ways of doing things and platforms. So um yeah looks looks good looks good again so the main what's the main point Let, let's ba- break it down and make it simple like what will be the main point of um encryptify in the beginning and of the platform what will it be used for mm-hmm. so um i mean the main point is um like you said like privacy um on-chain privacy is it's a very very fresh and new concept like there's there's only now um coming out the the base privacy layers um, um which are actually usable or, or most of them actually not not usable yet um but there are of course someone like like oasis where you can already deploy on and they have the mainnet running um but yeah um the the um the main the main thing what encryptify is about is making making privacy easy making it much easier for um for developers but also for users to to adopt on-chain privacy and start using it and um i think for me coming from this um design and and programming background i i have kind of good grasp on how to <clears throat> how to make that work and and how to how to combine that 
and um yeah it's it's like what we are planning is is um like i talked about aragon but there are also other companies like for example third web and and some more which are doing this kind of um configure uh, configure click and deploy mechanisms like in an easy way um and they also have uh, some of these components which we are trying to trying to build and um in general um what we also do is that we are trying to bring um different projects in the privacy ecosystem and the privacy space together so we are not um going out there and trying to reinvent everything that is already out there i mean it makes no sense if there is a um if there's a like great performing team working on on a privacy dex for example or on private lending or whatever um i mean our approach would be more than to um to try to work together with those projects and try to give them um try to give them something um to integrate with sorry and yeah go ahead, i was go gonna ahead. ask uh, so is this like a secure private front end to access these secure layer ones and twos um basically basically yes it's um you can think of it as um, a couple of different things so so one part we have is the um we have um several um ui components like ready-made ui components like of the most popular popular DeFi services like um, fundraising, staking, um, also just just sending assets, which which in our case would be like sending shielded assets. And we have those um, for others to use and embed into their own projects. Um, like two things we are doing there, we are trying to build a um, an SDK, like a front-end SDK that allows allows to have um, a bit more like complex configuration it allows you to to adopt it to your own projects um, style to your own projects um, like basically how, how the website or, or the depth of your project is looking like so it integrates nicely but we also are, are going to build um, like very easy to embed um, widgets um, that that just um, makes it much easier. Like it's just one 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 integration um, HTML which you can paste paste in, and then you, you can add um, like a, a private a private DeFi feature or a private DeFi service um, on your own website. Very nice. Are you developing smart contracts behind these widgets, like uh, private smart yes, contracts? Yes, right. So that would be. That would be the other part. Um, <clears throat> so we are already de um, already de developing um, basically privacy smart contracts, and and what these are like when you think of it as the architecture of Encryptify, what these are are basically the the communication layer to the underlying um, privacy base layer, because we are trying to be um, privacy base layer agnostic, like we. We probably won't get to a point where we are fully agnostic, but um, like mostly agnostic. 
and um, we don't want to to lock us in in like one one specific um, privacy ecosystem and one specific layer one one specific layer two. I think um, privacy is is like on-chain privacy is is so early right now, and we don't know yet um, what comes out of it. What what base protocols will be like the winner, so to say. And um, we would like to keep an open approach there. And um, we are doing this by having this um, base smart contract layer that is just a communication layer through the underlying base privacy protocol. Yeah, I love it. And that agnostic aspect is important to be able to, even on non-privacy chains, to have a privacy layer out front that people can uh, integrate. It's really good. Right. And yeah, and then the the privacy layers, I noticed in some of your documentation, you guys are focused on ZK and and um, there was seemed to be a heavier focus that's your ideal environment to connect to. Can you mm -hmm. speak a little bit about right. that? About the um, CK focus? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think um, this comes down to um, and with, with on-chain privacy encryption, we have all these different um, solutions like the um, TE-based encryption, um, which is based on, on this, uh, on, a, on a trusted execution environment, right? So this is what Oasis, for example, is doing. You, you like to, um, they basically have their nodes running um, on, on special hardware that has a, like a, a, a TE-based, um, chip or like CPU and Rampart, which is handling all the uh, encryption and decryption. Um, but there are also um, other solutions out there, like for example, um, Aztec, which is a um, which a layer two in the works. And um, they're focusing heavily on, on zero knowledge and, and, and rollups. And I think um, like both have their advantages and disadvantages um like it, it's much easier to get a base privacy layer out there that is based on these um like ready-made um on-chip components um then um to to write a, a like a zero knowledge based or roll-up based um, um yeah privacy based layer um but i think there are a lot of advantages to the um to the zero knowledge based ones and um, I mean, we don't really have put put a focus on them. Um, I, I mean, if you got this out of the documentation, um, yeah, I guess you could. Um, but but we don't mean to put a focus on them. It's just um, that we made public um, with our first um, first mirror pros when we when we essentially went public, that we are going to build on Athlete first. Um, and this is something that um, that we are um, a bit a bit questioning right now if, if it's actually the right approach to go with because um, why, why that check is great, it's just um, um, pretty early for them. And we would like to actually open this up um, as a discussion with the community. Like we are, we are heavily on this um, 
DAO aspect and community-centric aspect, which we are working on. And um, this February is also going to be the month for us where we um, start to implement um, some of these um, like DAO concepts or very early DAO concepts. And um, we're going to open our Discord in, in, in mid-February and we will have some, some gated channels there for our um, NFT holders. And we're going to implement some very early um, community community or governance voting there. And this is one of the things we would like to to uh, present to the community, talk talk to um, yeah talk talk with the community about um, if we should actually um, e start stack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll touch uh, when it comes to the DAO hybrid uh, approach that you guys have set over there. Yeah, uh, right. Great points over there, Godfrey. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, really quick, when you mentioned you guys will be shielding uh, either through the, through the um, platform or through the, um, you know, tools or apps or, you know, in any way that you, you might uh, kind of like decide to uh, put this out there. But how does it work? Because, I mean, we know kind of like the uh, the the tornado cast, let's say, sort of thing, how our fixed float or a kind of like, you know, some of the small, um, some of the other kind of like platforms and uh, projects on how they do things and how mm -hmm. do they shield their transaction. But this is for sending uh, funds, sending uh, or even uh, tokens if they are on both of the uh, sites. How does it work now when it comes to pre-sales? How does it work when it comes to farming, staking, uh, and, and so on? Mm -hmm. Right. So um, this basically entirely depends on the um, which underlying base privacy layer is being used because they all have a um, couple of different approaches on how they're handling or, or basically implementing the privacy. Um, so for example, if you're going with... Um, Oasis network as the base privacy layer. So they are in layer one, um, which means they are um, the shielding of the transaction or the actual, <coughs> yeah, <coughs> sorry, shielding of the token would basically happen on their network. So you would have to bridge first, and then the shielding would happen on their network inside of their um, of their own VMs they have running. And with with Artstack, for example, being a layer two, it's then a bit of a different story. Um, it also happens because it's a layer two. It also happens on on, on their network, um, but they have a totally different approach of doing this, and it just kind of depends on the base layer. So does it that does have to be like a privacy layer or it can be on ethereum solana or, or evm actually so it does have to be an evm evm chain in first place and um does have to be on a privacy chain as well on a mm -hmm. privacy layer mm -hmm. so what's important for us um, in terms of uh, choosing the first base privacy layer is that there is some um some connection with existing chains of course like um, I think this is the big advantage of, of Aztec, for example, where they have this very tight integration with Ethereum um, being just just the CK rollup. And um, but Oasis, for example, also has um, like ready-made bridging solutions that they already have working. Um, but it's a bridge, you know, it's it, it's a bit different than um, having 
having a layer two. Right, right. And uh, will it be easy for uh, for the project? And is this is this kind of like uh, this tool uh, only focused um, kind of like towards developers and 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 kind of like projects or even users uh, kind of uh, can use it straight away without the actual project or without the actual chain implementing uh, or you know implementing installing your tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd, we're going to have um, two different um, targets, basically. We're having the, the, the user, the direct user of the, of the platform or direct user like, like wanting to send transactions. And um, we are going to build products um, that are targeting those. Like um, examples would be basically the, the shielded transactions, sending of, of shielded assets. Um, but then we also have um, the target group of um, of projects that want to integrate um, privacy into their existing stack, or that there are some that are just starting and and want to create um, integrate privacy right from the start. And we're going to have a lot of of products for them that they can use, like from from fundraising to um, to staking contracts um, to uh, payment solutions even like um, for example um, this is one big reason like um, for 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 privacy to have is like when when a project is doing salary payments um, you essentially like show everyone um, um, if people know know the treasurer right you show everyone like how how much everyone makes and, and what their net worth is and so on so um, there's when there's this reason why um private payments come in there as a solution yeah yeah no that's that's true and um again as uh, as you were saying and i think that uh this is where we're heading to um towards privacy uh, and securing our, our transaction away because we don't, uh, otherwise we would go straight away with the CBDC option over there, uh, getting everything tracked on what we are doing, where we are spending, what we are spending and so on. And uh, kind of like everyone can build a profile uh, on us uh, based on that. There is a comment, uh, there is a comment and question from Egro which is uh, relevant to the current topic. So. Uh, there is Mon- uh, Monero for a long time that works on privacy for decent amount of time. They have their own chain that actually that is actually private. Do they uh, do they know about existence of uh, getmonero.org? And if yes, uh, what do, uh, what do they think about it? Um, so, so the question is, if we know about the existence of of Monero and what we think about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, I'm sure you know about the existence of it, but uh, maybe, yeah, what's um, what uh, what do you think about it? And maybe uh, kind of like, is this something that mm-hmm. you guys could work towards together and how that uh, would look like? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think Monero is basically one of those like first generations um, of, of privacy implementations. And I mean, it's it, a privacy coin. Which is um, which is a big difference. Um, I think in general, what, what the problem with these solutions is um, that they, like, 
I mean, we, we can see it right now. I think today that the news came out that, that Binance is, is delisting Monero. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is um, kind of because of like, yeah, pressure. Um, regu regulatory pressure. But it doesn't matter. Sir, to cut you off, sir, to cut, but does it matter? Yeah. Like, you know, we, we are about privacy, right? And when it comes to CEXs, all CEXs are uh, centralized entities. Uh, they are uh, sending all their data uh, to the governments, UK, US, and so on. So it does matter if uh, if privacy projects are not listed on a centralized exchange. I don't think so, uh, because more more and more projects are coming with uh, different tools and uh, yeah, with tools on how to buy smoothly from a web to to a web three approach without kind of like using the uh, CX uh, going through the CX part of it. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, I don't think that it's a big hit. It might sound like it's a big hit right now, right? You know, uh, they got delisted over there, huge adoption, many people, many eyes, but uh, down the road, uh, more power kind of like will come towards the DXs uh, compared to CXs. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this was one like of the of the first generation of, of privacy concept. And I think what we are seeing now is, is, is much more advanced because it now allows developers to build um, applications on top of those um, base privacy layers and um, make much more complex solutions. Um, I think this is this is the right step to take. Mm -hmm. And is Monero kind of like a competitor in, in terms of what I mean, right? Uh, does it do uh, the same stuff as you guys are doing or you have um, built more on top of uh, what monero is doing right now oh no monero is essentially um <clears throat> essentially a privacy coin it, it is more about um the private payment aspect of it and um, all the other solutions that are coming out is it's more like um the aspect of actually implementing private logic like 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 ethereum smart contracts right which allow you to create um Triggerate logic, but but then again, with those new generation of of protocols, it allows you to um, to create private and, and shielded logic, and allows you to create private applications. Essentially, good, good, good for Yeah, it's creating more interoperability between all the chains that can uh, provide the privacy element. Right. Yeah. Right, and so uh, since we are on the current topic, I think uh, the Mikasa has a relevant question as well. So Mikasa, go ahead. Mikasa, you're muted. There may have been a All delay right. when he came up. All right, Leah, um, then let's keep it for later. Oh, there he is. Yeah, go ahead, Mikasa. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hi, guys. Uh, I was trying to toggle on my uh, mic button in 2012. We can barely hear you, Mikasa. All right. Uh, how about now? Is it coming through okay now? There is a background noise sort of thing. Okay. Uh, maybe I should let, get my let, head. Let, let's get back to you in, uh, shortly. Let's see if uh, it will get better uh, in a few minutes. If that's all right with you, and yeah, let's let's keep moving here. I uh, have few. We have few more topics to cover. So, 
Uh, yeah, the, the kind of like, and what's your target audience? Let's say um, over there, Matthias, you guys will launch you, the platform will be live. And how do you utilize, how, how do you kind of like market it? And uh, who is going to be your target audience? Uh, oh, I think we lost, we lost him as well. I think something wrong with the spaces. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Just... Uh, Owl Keeper, are you, are you there? Yes, we can hear you. Absolutely fine. Uh, right, let's see, Owl Keeper, if he's here. We cannot hear you. I see you're unmuted, but I cannot hear you myself. I just saw Owl Keeper and Godfrey both drop off, um, so they must be about to oh. reconnect. Yeah, the spaces is, is acting up again, <laughs> unfortunately. Let's see. Right. On. And uh, if you guys have questions um, and you drop them in the comments section here within the space, make, make sure you tag me. It's, um, it's hey. easier for me. Can I ask a question? Who is this? Sorry, I'm not seeing the space now. Yeah, this yes, is Vikram. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, let's wait for uh, the speaker to come up because we lost him. Looks like uh, him and Godfrey got disconnected. All right, let's see. Are they back? In the meantime, everyone, please make sure you join their Telegram. Uh, the Telegram has been pinned uh, within the Twitter space, within the nest here. So click on there and uh, join their Telegram. So you can follow up after the AMA on their development and what's going on over there and the release of the platform. All right. I think we have Old Keeper back. Let's see. Test, test. Can you hear me? There you go. Yes. All right. Yeah, something weird with the spaces the last two, three minutes. Yeah, but uh, I'm glad that the space is not all. Mm -hmm. uh, right, before we move into the next topic, um, I think Vikram has a question for you. So Vikram, uh, Vikram, go ahead. Actually, I just want to know, just, I'm new in this space, and I just want to know that's encrypted encryptive and the token cell whatever this is and i just want to know what is the actually planning you know is there any plan for listing their token on the centralized exchanges and everything we so, will cover we, we will cover those uh vikram we'll cover we, we just are we're covering uh you know we already have covered a part of it so yeah, let's keep all the questions for the end if they are not uh if they have not been covered. Uh but yeah, old keeper, um let's um where we were at, sorry, with the spaces dropping and you guys been dropping. Um so yeah, well, okay, what I was asking earlier was about the target audience. So what's the plan once the platform will be ready, once the tools tools will be ready? How do you kind of like push to the market? What what's the plan? What's the target uh, audience? And yeah, how do you make adoption of it? Mm -hmm. Right. So um, <clears throat> I think um, like in general, with privacy adoption, we are in the very early stages, and um, but we see um, like a growing demand, and especially um, in in the niche of existing DeFi users, um, there are also privacy enthusiasts. And also for um, more like small to mid-sized projects, I am um, especially thinking um, inside of the 
teaching range of things um, where where new projects are coming up, launching, and they're also um, very often um, much quicker with um, like adopting new technologies. And this is very often where it um, where it starts starts its growth from there. And I think um, with privacy, we are not ready yet to have this um, on a large um, on a large scale. There are a few particular things that I think need to happen before that I, I can go into some more details later maybe. Um, but yeah, the first target group would be like small to mid-sized projects, existing DeFi users um, that are um, also privacy enthusiasts. And um, yeah, to make this happen, we um, we basically have a, a few products in mind that that we would like to get out get out there um, as a first step. Um, so we, what we would like to do is um, to start early with um, private fundraising, actually. And everything that is attached to it for projects. So, so usually um, you have staking, and we, we would like to build private staking. And um, <clears throat> sorry, one second. Yeah. Sorry, I had to drink something. <laughs> Um, no worries. So we would like to start, um, yeah, with the fundraising aspect um, because it's, I think this is for us basically something to get get the foot in the door with those smaller projects. Um, and, and then what offer... is the ETA for? Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, uh, yeah, seems like there is a delay again. Uh, what is the ETA for uh, the platform to go live? Uh, roughly, at what stage is the development of it? Yeah. Um, so right now we are um, at pre-seed, uh, pre-prototype stage. Um, so in general, like we also have this on our roadmap. I can maybe share some some links later. But um, yeah, right now we are pre-seed and we are working on the first prototype and the alpha basically of our first products, our first product. And we are expecting to launch this in um, somewhere around March. And um, then we are um, going to enter um, like in, in a testnet stage with um, several more products that we are going to launch and open for, for our um, early community or our NFT holders. All right. And that's for Q2, right? Q2 2024 uh, as per roadmap. Um, the, the testnet phase? Yes, or yeah, actually basically. no, on the testnet phase there is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so right now you have uh, the pre-sale, uh, actually the community, OG community uh, sale going on. Uh, JB, yeah, JB has posted, uh, uh, pinned the link and some information here within the nest so make sure uh you check it out but uh yeah all the links as well are uh within yeah within the nest they have been pinned uh, over there so make sure you have a read after they may uh, check it out have a have a go through the docs over there and as always if you have if you still have questions after they may make sure you join their telegram and ask all the questions over there uh so you will uh, and maybe maybe kind of like worth uh, covering as well. What will be the utilities of the token? So the use case of the token. So why having a token and having like a 
one, just, just having the platform, the tools over there, you charge X amount of fee and that's it. Why, why having a token? What's the utility of the token and the use case of it? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so what we're going to do with the token is actually that we're going to um, to launch the token before um, before mainnet goes live because um, the token for us um, has um, has a lot of governance functionality. So we have this um, DAO that we are building up. And um, we think that especially in, in privacy, um, having, having decentralization is very, very important. And um, like mostly because um, you're getting like much more resilient in terms of like regulatory things um <clears throat> but we also would like to to have this like community-centric approach and to have the community involved like early on and um so in terms of token utility um the token will allow for governance um it will allow the uh, the community and token holders to to vote on on the spending of our um foundation or DAO treasury part um, for our token holdings. And it will also be used um, for the future distribution of platform revenue. And this will most likely happen um, through, through staking. Right on. And uh, the staking now, how is the staking kind of like uh, powered and faded like uh, when it comes to these pools? Are they from uh, alloca from the allocation from any allocation actually that has been set aside, or will it be entirely from uh, the fees that will be generated? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, early on we probably won't have um, that many revenues, so we have to find a way to um, to alleviate that, and we have the. Um, if you look at our tokenomics, we have um, a special part. Um, let me open it real quick. Um, so we have uh, 50, 51% of the um, total supply of the token allocated to the foundation or DAO. And only a small percentage of these will get unlocked on the um, token generation event. Um, exactly 14% of these will get unlocked immediately. And we are going to use part of that for um, initial staking rewards, right? And and then from, from there on, it depends on the, um, on the um, like how quick we will get um, to a point where we are bringing in enough revenue so we could open up the, um, um, the for the ETH-based staking or, or stablecoin-based um, reward, reward staking. Um, but this is likely. I mean, this is this is all due to to governance proposals then, and how the the holders decide um, what what should be what percentage of the supply should be made available um, for staking rewards. And in the beginning, do you have any kind of like rough numbers sort of uh, what the APR should be, and will it be like a stable or a, uh, mm. a fixed one or a variable? Um, in the beginning yeah no actually not at this point um i think it's too early for that so um 
when we get closer um, to the to the testnet or actually starting um, at the testnet phase, I think this would be the point for us where we can um, also figure out a um, like basically what kind of fees we're going to be charging for the individual products, what what works, um, like what amount of usage we are getting for which product. So um, at this point, it's, it's a bit early for us to, to decide that and this will be like a, at a later stage. Got it, got it. So yeah, again, worth uh, sticking around everyone. Um, within their telegram and make sure you follow them on twitter so click on their icon icon over here and give them a follow so you can stay up to date uh, okay so and uh where was it i had a question in regards of um yeah actually oh about the vesting but all the vestings uh, are uh, also explained within the um token distribution area within the doc so make sure you have a read over there i saw a question somewhere uh so the token it's not listed yet uh, as i said they are on a pre-sale that's another question so, yeah keep the questions for in the end everyone uh, in case that we don't uh, cover them then you can uh, go for it and ask for it um it is, yeah now for the main it's kind of like part of it right so main it i mean it's not that far away if if everything goes right in terms of development etc um what's the plan over there uh are there going to be airdrops and rewards for the mainnet and also are you going to have any bug bounties or any any kind of like related activities mm -hmm. um that is actually something for the testnet mainly for the testnet okay um yeah <laughs> I'm just going to say that there might be, there might be. Yeah. Um, we don't want to reveal it at this stage, but um, I mean, obviously um, if we are, so there are actually like two things um, which which could be interesting um, for users and, and for holders. Um, so depending on, on the initial base layer, privacy base layer we're going with, um, there could also be um, like, um, eligibility for 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 an airdrop from the base privacy layer like for example if we're going with Aztec and deploying on their testnet like but this is this is more like speculation right that there could be a potential airdrop for Aztec because you are then using the testnet like our testnet but also the Aztec testnet um but yeah um we we are going to have something to 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 reward um early early users we are definitely going to have that and we basically already have that with with our nfts and maybe this is maybe this is something we we could go go into more depth if this is if it, this is yeah interesting to the listeners yeah, I mean, uh, they can, of course, follow you guys again when it comes to uh, Telegram and ask. But uh, yeah, it's worth mentioning that you guys had uh, an NFT collection of 140, which are the OG NFT. Uh, it's the OG NFT collection over there, and uh, mm -hmm. they will be having some privileges, right? right? And these are listed on OpenSea for quite a good amount. So it seems like there is some demand over there uh, for these NFTs. Mm -hmm. So maybe some perks. What are some perks and uh, benefits for those uh, for for these NFTs? 
Mm -hmm. So um, the whole idea behind those NFTs is um, like we're calling them OG NFTs, and it's a it's an entire collection of multiple mints. And we're going to have one mint for each important milestone we reach um, on our journey to mainnet, basically. Um, so we had the first one when we went um, when we went essentially public with the idea. That's when we had um, a couple of weeks later we had um, this initial first mint, which was meant for the very first initial community. So it's it's pretty small. It was like. Like you said, 114 NFTs minted. And those NFTs will have um, utility according to the um, to the current uh, specific phase um, towards mainnet adoption, which we are currently in. Um, so this one right now, the one that got minted and, and the mint closed, closed on um, December 21st, uh, 31st uh, last year. And this, this one allowed um, um, basically, the holders to to participate in the current pre-sale with um, heavily increased um, maximum allocation, and it will also give them um, the future ability or utility for this month when we open the um, our Discord to access gated channels and um, basically allow them um, for very first um, community voting inside of those um, yeah um, gated channels. And allow them to to form with us the um, the protocol from there on. So yeah, definitely worth sticking around and seeing what uh, what the benefits and the perks will be there for the NFT holders. And uh, uh, also worth mentioning that as of now, because there is no token, so uh, the decision making uh, when it comes to the DAO, it's uh, it's towards um, it's focused towards the NFT holders, right? Yes, right now. So, so as long as we we don't have the token out yet, um, which implements the governance, um, it's it's basically the NFTs which are doing that, like in a in a very like rudimentary implementation. But but they do. And maybe one thing worth noting is also that um, from all of these, like all the proceeds from the NFT mints we are getting, they go to a special um, community treasury. And we are using this treasury to reward um, um, like important or, or, or specific participation from, from our community. Like this could be um, like modding in our Discord, modding in, in our Telegram channel, creating some stickers for us or, or other things that like basically contribute to community growth. And we have this, um, what we call a community rewards program which is funded by this community treasury. And this is also going to kick off um, with its first phase in, in, um, in February. So everything kind of like uh, really, um, community building and so on uh, will be paid through, uh, through it, yeah? Right. Yeah. Kind of like the overheads of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Um, I have Kermit over here. Kermit, uh, go ahead. Can you hear me, guys? Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, so I just had a, you know, a general question here. Uh, first of all, I want to say, what does the structure of the DAO look like? For example, who is entitled to be within it? And, you know, perhaps how is the voting power measured? Like, how do you guys, you know, count it? 
you know, in order to avoid manipulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in terms of the um, how it's structured, um, so we also have something in our docs if we want to go in, into more detail. But but in general, um, there's um, basically like the base voting power gets already decided by the by the token distribution, right? Right. So we have um, we have allocated. Um, 35% of the total supply um, that we are selling in pre-sale rounds. And um, out of that, uh, and not out of, that, out of that, but out of the total supply, we're then um, giving away 20% to the core contributors and 4% to the advisors. And um, the rest goes entirely to the um, foundation and DAO treasury. So this means that um, like the the pre-sale participants already have a higher voting power versus like the the core contributors and advisors but um like we we outlined this a lot in our docs but we have something which we call the the hybrid dao um that we are going going with um at the like first implementation phase of the dao so um i mean bootstrapping a dao is, is is a pretty long process and um like with the there are there are many like there there are many advantages to a dao but there are also disadvantages especially if you're in the in the funding stages in the very early stages um like as you said it can lead to a lot of vulnerabilities like like civil attacks or whatever and it also like it, it can slow slow down decision making immensely if you're giving um if you're giving like too much voting power to everyone early on like that's why we have um we have a few procedures in place for this first like what we call hybrid DAO phase um <clears throat> the i think that that the main three ones are that um, that during this hybrid DAO phase, only um, the core contributors will be able to bring in like governance proposals, but um, the 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 token holders will be able to to vote on them, of course. But this is um, like to 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 prevent these these attacks in 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 the early phases, basically, and. Um, then we also have um, the. Uh, I think I already talked talked about this. That we have the forty percent portion that goes to the foundation and DAO of the total supply. This is um, controlled entirely by governance. Um, but we would also, as core contributors, bring in the governance proposals for this. And um, yeah, I think this is a. Um, I mean, for us, this is a pretty good first step to take to open up, um, like the DAO voting process in 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 a in a careful manner, that that doesn't like open us up to a lot of vulnerable vulnerabilities. Yeah, definitely having uh, having a DAO, especially you know in, in the early stages uh it's it's quite tricky uh it's quite tricky because you don't know uh, kind of like your investor 
your investor base over there you don't know what uh, wh- what they will be looking for right is it for the good of the project or are they going to look for their own benefit like you know for a short term especially because the token it's not live so they might just be looking for the pump and dump sort of thing so yeah definitely i think hybrid approach especially in the beginning it's a it's a must because you don't want to give the full power uh on them especially you know it's 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 a team it's a team who have put uh the time and energy to build uh, what's being built over there and yeah you don't want to get that kind of like um ruined and uh destroyed uh because of uh, bad decisions over there um as you said dow have uh have the benefits but uh, they have some uh, disadvantages over mm. there uh as well so no sounds good anything else on that kermit or are you good uh yeah i'm good i honestly mostly wondered about the you know the potential abuse that could happen early on especially Mm-hmm. And you know it will be interesting to see because you know there there have been a lot of mistakes made in the past, and it's been tricky overall. So you know we we'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. It can get it can be tricky, yeah. But um, yeah, I think what 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 happens after that after this initial um, hybrid DAO phase is something that that has to be decided then and that that will also like come from the community and from the DAO how how are you going to structure it there I mean there are a lot of approaches in having like separate um, committees or um, like like basically a, 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 an additional substructure um, but but we'll have to see yeah mm-hmm. yeah one, once mm-hmm. the, once right. the technology is developed from this hybrid DAO then there will be a lot more to build around, you know, and and direct right. and direct direct that governance naturally by what's being rolled out and how people can decide on what's there instead of it being so wide open out the gate. Well said, well said. And by the way, Godfrey, you you show us muted, but uh, you are speaking us. As usual, I'm not sure what's going with Twitter, but um, yeah, good point over there. Mikasa, you are up, my friend. Yeah, um, thanks, Arian. Oh, hi, um, Team Encryptify. Um, another wonderful approach towards protecting privacy. Um, I guess everyone already knows what happened with Monero and Binance. So I'm guessing that... Uh, we all know the sides that we've already taken, so most people choose not to take sides. I, I just wanted asking regarding the question of uh, in the event, uh, it said that we should give Caesar things to Caesar and pay taxes, but I'd never let Caesar rob me. Um, I, I, I just wanted asking, in the event where uh, uh, approaches or um, policies no longer favor you, are there countermeasures that you already have in place? Um, should something similar to uh, privacy or something that threatens privacy um, happens? Um, I already know um, that the OKN team, which is also very privacy focused, they are really battling hard to create countermeasures against um, governments and all, all of government censorship tactics. I just want to also know that, uh, I just want to also be assured that Encryptify will also be doing this, even if um, their environment becomes uh, quite unfair and hostile towards um, the ecosystem. 
uh, what are the countermeasures that you have in place should this happen? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the best countermeasure to have in place is, is decentralization, honestly. Um, you can, I mean, we, we thought about this a lot when, when initially founding, um, we thought about who, if we should like incorporate, if we should go with a foundation somewhere like offshore or what we should do. And um, we actually decided against it because once you do that, um, you essentially, this is the first step you take towards opening like yourselves up to, um, to scrutiny. Like, um, you you basically open the attack surface when you're doing this because then the founders are doxed, the, the team is potentially doxed, and it allows. Um, I mean, it allows everyone to 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 come after the founders and to sh basically shut down the project because they, you don't want to obviously want don't want to go to jail. <laughs> you don't want that, and uh, but then again. I think, um, yeah, it's important. Like privacy is really, really important um, for for the future of, of of blockchain and and decentralization. And I think there's just this um, current, um, yeah, phase we have to probably go through. Yeah, I I totally agree with you in that regard. Um, from decentralized storage systems to decentralized data provision systems to even decentralized network systems, everything is really going decentralized. But there's also a fine line between, um, uh, you know, privacy and uh, even privacy anonymity, but uh, bad actors. Because what government selling point is is the fact that no matter what you do, um, there's always going to be, you know, bad actors in the space. Uh, but regardless of that, even using the regular on cash systems and cash systems, bad actors still prefer even using cash, um, regular cash, like fiat cash, physical cash, to perform some kinds of transactions because it's favorable. Um, what's your take on this excuse that government seems to like using um, regarding, you know, bad, bad actors taking advantage of privacy-focused enterprises to, you know, perform left-handed acts? Yeah, I mean, it's it's exactly what you're saying. Um, I think that um, that that the reasons they are giving are just um, basically an, an excuse because because as of now, the the amount of illicit activity is is much much like much much higher in in the traditional fiat system than it is in in, in the crypto space. Like, there's much more. Like financing of terrorism, of um, money laundering happening in the fiat space than in the crypto space. It's like the the numbers are actually like it, it's so much of a difference. So I think it is just just an excuse um, to have because because essentially crypto trends is is I think it's at the point where it actually is a threat to the. Um, to the existing financial system, basically, it's not not there that it is like like right now, but but it's it's coming to this point where they have to pay attention and where they have to think about like what to do and what steps to take and and yeah, right now, um, I mean a, a lot of the uh, 
a lot of deep players are, are taking uh, some some drastic steps some are not um i think this yeah it's it's just something that um like i said we have to go we have to go through and and see what comes out of it yeah same here uh producer some some wizard is going to probably wake up in the morning and find a solution to the problem um really appreciate what you and your team is doing and wish you guys the very best and i really hope that um encryptifies these bullish mode thanks guys thanks Arion. thank you thank you mikasa Good questions over there, and yeah, quite uh, quite tricky times, I would say, uh, when it comes to government regulations and um, yeah, and, and kind of like privacy, uh, the, the privacy approach of uh, of the blockchain of uh, the decentralized uh, part uh, of the finance. Uh, it, it's fun because there was uh, there was a panel and there was Certic over there, and they, what they said is like. They will just do whatever the governments ask for, right? So that doesn't make them uh, that decentralized at all. So yeah, I don't see why why they should be giving all the data uh, to the governments, especially if you if you're trying uh, to build something decentralized over here. So uh, time will show. We don't know uh, what to expect, but uh, definitely the uh, when it comes to the governments, they will not just be sitting uh, out there with. Uh, and and or just waiting on us to to kind of like uh, you know submit <laughs> submit our taxes properly or whatever uh but um yeah interesting times ahead uh definitely again we are seeing more and more uh privacy focused uh projects coming on the surface uh so keep an eye keep an eye on all these projects on what they are building and uh yeah cryptify is one of them Anything, um, anything else, uh, Godfrey, any questions that you have for him? I think we are good. I'm checking the telegram as well. Well, we can dive more in a little technically, a little more technically on the podcast. But what, I guess one last thing is based on what Mikasa asked, is there, you know, being agnostic to this as, as much as you can, do you guys um, see ways that you can mitigate bad actors using your technology or have you thought about that in ways of staying agnostic in your part and what role you represent in the privacy ecosystem working with other projects? You know, like how is your tech, how can it be included in nefarious activities or is it completely agnostic from that part of the layer one and two where it could happen? um yeah i i think basically um i think it, it's the better way to to take the approach of not um like as soon as you start to um to try to to mitigate this you're essentially um like taking action you, you have to start to to look into transactions you have to start to decide what is right and what is wrong and I don't know that's that's a very tricky tricky thing to do right i mean yeah it's i think you can only you can only basically lose in the end if if, if you're going to do that um i think the the better approach is and that's what what we are trying to do is um like I'm not saying that we are not going to be compliant, but but what we are going to do is um, 
offer a choice, like basically offer the choice to have something we call transparency on command that allows you to um, basically unshield your transactions if you need to prove anything to a third party, if you need to, if you need to do your tax reports and whatever. Um, we are going to have this built into the services, but um, as far as um, as far as um, like actively mitigating um, something like that, it's it's from my point of view, it's like opening Pandora's box. It's it's very difficult to go there. I I mean we've even seen like the very platform we are speaking on right now, like basically failing with that <laughs> well said no that's a great answer and that's why i asked and it seems like you guys are more working on the front end and how it interacts with those privacy chains and 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 doing that whereas you can kind of stay away from that aspect of it yeah i think this is another point that um we could we or we basically can stay away from that because it's um I mean, the essential, the, the settlement um, of the transactions happens on, on, on the base privacy layers. And if there is going to be some something implemented, then then it would probably happen on, on those base privacy layers. I personally, like I have to hope that this will not happen because I believe that like having, having things decentralized um, is, is the better way to go. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think, yeah, this is basically my take on the whole situation. That's a great answer. Thank you. I agree. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's pretty uncertain, but as long as we kind of like, uh, keep having that vision and keep building towards that, uh, things will unwrap, uh, um themselves down the road but yeah it's it's pretty unclear where we are heading but uh the vision though uh and what we want to build uh towards privacy it's, it's kind of like clear so yeah there might be waves it will be kind of like a roller coaster uh ride it's not going to be easy but uh i think in the end we'll get there maybe uh maybe not uh, that fast but uh at some point we'll be there um awesome yeah Good stuff, good stuff. Again, uh, the uh, stage three presale is uh, is live and going. Uh, you have uh, you guys have plenty of time to do your research after they may uh, check them out. Again, uh, go through the docs, join their Telegram if you have, and ask questions. Ask questions again. As we keep saying, it's your money. If you feel like uh, you know there is something that it's not clear and uh, or anything like that, just ask. Ask straight away. Don't uh, don't be shy. But uh, old keeper, anything, anything else? Uh, and just to mention, as Godfrey said, that uh, we will cover more when it comes to the technical part and so on uh, towards the privacy matters uh, this Friday. So make sure you keep an eye on that so you can set your reminders. But um, old keeper, anything, anything else that it's worth mentioning? Uh, and we kind of like we didn't cover uh, for mainly from the investor's point of view. Again, the technical part will cover more uh, towards the privacy matters. Yeah, right. Um, no, I think like really join our Telegram if you have any more questions. We are very pleased to 
answer any of your questions and we have the um you have time for the pre-sale we have the pre-sale running until um until this friday um anyone who wants to join yeah of course please do fantastic um alkeeper this is jb i just wanted to thank you for coming in today it was a great ama it was great to finally um get a chance to do a deeper dive um and yeah just like has been mentioned many times. <laughs> um, we will get into the technical questions um, during the Privacy Matters podcast. Um, it will be Friday, um, either 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. UTC. We haven't decided yet, I don't think. Um, so make sure you tune in there. And yeah, these privacy projects, they're going to be popping up, you know, I think hopefully more and more as time goes on, um, as people start to take their privacy more seriously. Um, and see the importance of it. And, you know, DeFi Dojo will be having more of these privacy spotlight um, showcase AMAs in the future. So keep an eye out for those. Um, and like, as Arian said, make sure you all do, uh, do your own research, join their telegram, ask questions. Um, their uh, round three of their pre-sale is still live. And the links to that can be found in their pinned um, their pinned post and their telegram. We also have them posted in the DeFi Dojo telegram. And uh, yeah, I want to just thanks to everyone here for joining us today. And I will see you again at another DeFi Dojo event. Take care, everyone. Enjoy. Yeah. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken Honest, I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap yo the world is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers 
motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.